Welcome to the Penny Bloom Podcast. Ain't another place that has got more bombast. Rump past your mom, dad's listening to Tomcast. Talking everything that make you sad. We don't want that. We're here to make you smile. Put your mind at ease. Peace, love, and bloom, and always praise Keanu Reeves. This what we about. Get some weed and now. We'll talk until we can't no more, and then we peace and out. Alright, let's go. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's the Penny Bloom Podcast. Penny Bloom Podcast. It's part two, bitches. And if you're here for the first time, go check out part one. Uh, don't be an idiot. Do things in order. This is the Sweet 16 Marvel Character Tournament. I am Colton Robertson, joined by Joseph George. What is up, homie? What up, what up? Only Let's halfway through this? Oh, God. Yeah, this Only is halfway up. through this. This and is then... uh, the second half of the Sweet 16. And uh, I'll say again, if this is the first time you are here, you haven't listened to any of this character tournament, and you're on part two of the Sweet 16? Get out of here. Go over there to round of 64 where we, 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 we start this bitch. Don't, I don't know why you're here. Go, go really? back over yeah, there. That's weird. But that's all I'll say here. You know, we've done a disclaimer in every part one, letting you know what the fuck is going on. So if you're listening to part twos, I'm assume you listen to part one. So let's dive into this thing. We're on the second half of the sweet 16 and we're starting with a fucking a fucking bitch, a fucking bitch of a matchup here. We've got a one versus a five, and Steve Rogers, Captain America versus Bucky Barnes, the Winter Soldier, and uh, that's a bitch there. That's a bitch. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, I I think that uh, this is a tough one. I think that this is a tough one. Uh, something to consider. While Steve Rogers has been the main character in the first Avenger and the Winter Soldier and Civil War and a big part of Infinity War and Endgame, uh, I will I will I will note that Bucky was the biggest impact on him in the first Avenger and the Winter Soldier and Civil War, and then later on in Infinity War and Endgame, he was also a part of those. So, uh. And obviously it wasn't a part of Endgame until the end, but. Loki and Bucky are the biggest characters in the MCU that are not given the spotlight. Yeah. Loki was given the spotlight and Bucky, yeah, they have their own show. Yes, but I'm talking before their shows. They are crucial characters to push the entire story forward. And. It's kind of like, uh, it's just poetic that Iron Man went up against Sam and that Cap is going up against Bucky. And I feel like I'm leaning more towards Bucky right now. Yeah, you see, I, I, I am too. And here's the thing is that like, I think there are things to admire about both these characters. So here's the thing. I think that story-wise, both of them are fantastic. We've seen, you know, Bucky go through so much. We've seen him, you know, nearly die, falling off an ice cliff. We've watched him be programmed and used by Hydra as the Winter Soldier to shape 
governments and the way the world works through assassinations, which is just insane. And we've seen him be redeemed and we've seen him come all the way back from that point. Meanwhile, we've seen Steve watch his best friend die. We've seen Steve watch his best friend be an assassin. We've seen Steve do do everything he can to stand by that best friend, even through all the shit. And we've seen him bring him back in the end, nurture him, and get him back to where he needs to be. Obviously, that more is, that's more done by uh, Io and stuff in Wakanda. Like they they really get him through it. But uh, it's not possible without Steve Rogers standing up for him. Uh, hmm. Oh, this one's hard. It's, it's not. Hard. It's not like an Iron Man and Sam Wilson in the sense that you have like reservations with Tony. There's no huh. real reservations with Steve, though. There's not. Like, the, he's the thing always is, been Steve, man. He's always, he's always been, been Steve. The reasons you love Sam Wilson are arguably the same reasons you love Steve Rogers, just on a different... Like, for me, I like my, my love for Sam Wilson has grown, I think, past my love for Steve Rogers. Uh, I think Steve Rogers like will always hold a special place in my childhood and the nostalgia that comes with him, but... I don't know. He just wasn't. I don't think he. It's it's crazy how much the super serum takes from that for me, and making Sam Wilson the next Captain America just fits for some reason. Mm-hmm. It's like you need someone there who's just a guy to represent. Steve kind of doesn't have an arc when you think about it. It's kind of just a linear line. He's just Steve. I'm with but. you. Here's the thing. That's what's that's what's making me go Bucky. Is Bucky genuinely has a better story than Steve Rogers. Bucky's uh, character has made me cry. Steve's has not. The only thing Steve has, his entire thing, is he's a man out of time. You know, uh he's 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 seventy years past where he's supposed to be. Uh his entire his entire time on earth is basically just coping and hoping at some and wishing he could get back to that point ultimately he makes it back to that point that's that's like the entire thing obviously he stands by his friend he protects his friend and you know what's funny now talking about this is that it's not bucky who propels steve's story it's steve who propels bucky's which is absolutely wild to think about. Um, obviously, That's Bucky true. Bucky is a great source of the uh, the motivation for Steve in any given movie. Obviously, in the Winter Soldier, trying to bring him back and uh, bat- battling him there. But then in Civil War, standing by him and uh, fighting Tony whenever Tony discovers that Bucky was the one who killed his parents. Yeah, I, it's wild the conclusions I've come to doing this, but I I believe more now than ever that Steve was a tool in Bucky's story as opposed to the to the reverse. I I think that Steve shaped Bucky's story as opposed to Bucky being a part of Steve's, which is really weird to think about. Bucky's kind of the main character, like well, if you like. Here's the thing. 
Let me let me do this for you. Steve and Bucky. Obi-Wan and Anakin. That's that's what's happening there. So you know you got old reliable. You love the guy. He is good through and through, but has he had the story that the fallen angel had, the one who went through the torturous shit and came out the other side eventually? This bracket is just so poetic. <laughs> and the way it's working out. Um, I can't believe Iron Man and Cap. Iron Man and Steve Rogers lost in the Sweet 16. And they both lost to the Falcon and Winter Soldier. <laughs> awesome. This, That's like, fantastic. How? 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 It, like, there's randomness and, like, uh, like, do we seeded that? That's not random. But then we put them in this bracket random. You know, just randomly. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what's going on here, but it's working out pretty well. Um, but I, I'm definitely comfortable with uh, pushing Bucky through here. I am too. And, and, and that, that's, another, that's another five seed winning over a one seed, which is the same as Sam Wilson beating Iron Man. The five beat the one in that one as well. Uh, or maybe maybe Sam was a four. Sam might have been a four, whereas Bucky's a five. Um, but either way, it's cool to see them see them win out there. Mm. And now we're on to another fun one. In uh, a two seed versus a three seed, in Captain Marvel versus Thanos. Ooh, two titans. A couple of titans. Uh, one a legit titan, and then the the other just a metaphorical titan. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna tell you, man. I rewatched Captain Marvel just just two nights ago, and while I we've said on many occasions that a move a movie is only as good as its villain. That that is the biggest detractor from the Captain Marvel film is that the villain is confusing for a while. It's the it's the Kree versus Scroll War. You're going back and forth for a second. But let me tell you, that is a good movie. I like I don't I don't care what anyone else has to say about it. Like that is a good fucking If anyone movie. has anything to say about that movie, you're either just massage you're a misogynist. Um, uh, that's pretty or, much it. Or maybe, or maybe you're an intense film critic because obviously <laughs> these Marvel movies aren't the shit. Like they're not the critically best films ever made. If you're However, a Marvel you're fan, the... if you are a Marvel fan, this movie, what's not to like? Oh my God. Like scrolls are just cool. Like the introduction of scrolls. Amazing. Nick Fury is in this movie and ever like. Nick Fury's just bad. You know, he's just badass all the time. I love you got when he young, you got young Nick Fury mentoring a young Agent Coulson who becomes who goes on to sacrifice himself for the Avengers in the Avengers movie. Like you get the origin of why he wears an eye patch. Like the Florkin. <laughs> this like I don't know. I uh You got Ben Mendel you got Ben Mendelssohn as Talos. You know, Orson Krennic in Rogue One. A legendary character actor as a scroll is fucking amazing. Cause and let me tell you, that Cree versus Scroll conflict is the most 
Marvel Comics nerd bullshit they could possibly throw into a movie, which it makes sense that people wouldn't be the most deeply interested in the Kree versus Scroll conflict. We don't know about the Kree versus the Scroll. Who the fuck cares? But ultimately, it's a really compelling war story, a really compelling anti-war story, which is awesome. Those movies, like, and it's about it's about how the Kree weaponized propaganda against Captain Marvel to make her believe they were on the good side when they were not the good side. I uh, yeah, I'm trying to like just think of anything that could have Thanos beat Captain Marvel here. Like, I mean, obviously, big bad. Ten like, years in the making. His on-screen performances is really only Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. Like, it's post-credit scenes, and, you know, sometimes he shows up in the movie. But it's, like, it's brief. But uh, he's my favorite MCU villain. Uh, maybe not. He's not mine. Uh, he's not mine. However, I do, like... He's, he will will come away from this 30 years from now, and Thanos will be far and away the most iconic MCU yeah. villain there ever was. Uh, there's no doubt about it. But nevertheless, I think that Captain Marvel, there's, there's the other momentous factor into this, that she was the first solo woman-led MCU film. That's a whole other awesome thing that came out of this movie. Um I mean, her dynamic with Maria Rambeau, therefore in creating the origin story for Monica Rambeau. Like, we, there's a lot to love about Captain, the Captain Marvel movie. And I think that if you're, if you're a Marvel fan, go ahead and give it another look. See if you're not, if you, for some reason, think you don't like it or think you won't like it because that's just a, that's just a good fucking movie. And frankly, Thanos is awesome. Storied character for several years in the comics. I mean, one of the biggest bads there is, uh, and you see that on screen. And I think, uh, I think he's got a, a cool uh, story and motivation. Like it's like he's worthy. You know, that's a cool fucking aspect of his As, character. It is pretty cool, and uh, I think the coolest version of his character is what if when he's like on Star Lord's team, like a good Thanos, bro. Could you imagine if Thanos was good? That'd be insane. That'd be so much fun. Like whenever, just whenever made me he realized, like whenever he, he, yeah, like like another <laughs> credit to T'Challa in the last episode. The fact that yeah. he made Thanos realize he was wrong if they just would have talked to each other. Wow, um, <laughs> wow, um, wow, pretty absurd. <laughs> but uh, the fact that I mean, he's got some fun on screen. Apparently. That's like whenever he goes team. against the Black Order, and you know, Nebula's like. What are you crazy? And he's like, not crazy. Mad. Mad. Oh. I was like, oh, that was dope. Uh, I love it. So that's insane. Uh, th- like, I don't know. I love Thanos, but uh, you're not beating Captain Marvel. Yeah, um, you're not. Captain Marvel yeah. is just too fucking cool. Got to give respect where or credit where credits due. Like the performance of Thanos. He like the voice iconic. The look iconic. Every like. Well, and, and what's so funny now is that Josh Brolin is like a a, a pretty credited actor. He's been in a lot of stuff. Deadpool, uh, too. Uh, I, like, like, it's so hard to not... Uh, you hear, hear Thanos, Thanos every time. Yeah. No, because I think of in Dune whenever uh, 
Oscar Isaac tells him, smile, buddy. And he's like, I am smiling. All I heard was Thanos. All I heard was Thanos. Uh, that scene, like, I loved his character in Dune, by the way. It was absolutely fucking awesome. And I need to give Dune another watch, frankly. But, yeah, Josh Brolin is is a good actor. And Thanos is a really cool, cool character that's been brought to life. But he's not Captain Marvel. You're not that guy, buddy. You're not that guy. Sorry. Not that guy, pal. You're not that guy, pal. All right. We're on to the next one. Ooh. Mm. We got a two versus a three here in Doctor Strange versus the Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff. Where are you sitting? Where's that head? Where's that head of yours at? Well... Doctor Strange, as solo Marvel movies go, top three. Certainly. In my opinion, maybe top two. Maybe, maybe. I'd have to really weigh it. I'd have to, like, really weigh it. But. but okay. As a character, inherently, Doctor Strange is just cooler. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's hard to compete with the Sorcerer Supreme, Benedict Cumberpatch. Like, he, like, another casting choice that fits the character perfect. Just perfect. And, and like, and I know we said it's it's based on on-screen appearance mostly, but historically, that's one of, that's a, that's a six, that's an early 60s comic book character that has been loyal to that image since day one like it is the same doctor strange um which is really cool the black widow movie though like that movie is like after rewatching it after getting the okay in game post in game era out of my head you know after watching it for the first time War. like yeah this is so when I got that right and I watched the movie and I just enjoyed it, like, as a solo Marvel film, too, like, it's not up there with Doctor Strange, but it's still very good. Like, a very, like... Oh, and movie. I mean, like, because what, what's to hate about a woman taking down an, uh, a misogynist oppressor? Come on, man. Yeah, like, that movie was awesome. Like, uh, I don't know. I I think Doctor Strange wins... It's just hard to compete with Doctor Strange, like, uh, and he's entering his prime, too. Yeah. Like, he's just now entering his prime. He's a pivotal part of Marvel. He's in No Way Home. He's in Multiverse of Madness. I guess that's his own movie. But, uh, like, very crucial. Dude's going to be around for a long time. Um. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think I'm with you. I think Doctor Strange is, at the moment, more exciting. Uh, he's had a really compelling story thus far. Obviously, we've had just the one. Uh, I will say, he ain't went through nearly the shit. That's what's kind of holding me back, though. Like, I'm still, like, I haven't decided, like, Doctor Strange wins yet. Oh, like, no, I uh, haven't either. I haven't either. Because Black here's my Widow thing. has history. Like she's like she's got a more expansive story across the MCU. She's we we we've officially seen her childhood 
And whenever we've seen her childhood, you get the upper hand a little bit because we automatically get a little bit of where you're coming from. And coming from a Soviet spy family, undercover in the USA, getting chased out of town by S.H.I.E.L.D. agents, being returned to the Red Room where they indoctrinate your your, uh, adopted sister, they indoctrinate you, they... Uh, give you a involuntary hysterectomy. Um, and then you grow up to be a super spy for the American government who is worthy of fighting alongside a god, a Hulk, a man in an, in an armor suit, and Captain America. That's pretty fucking cool. You know what? <laughs> right now, I think we Black haven't Widow seen No wins. Way Home. Yeah, we haven't right seen No now, Way Home. We haven't seen Multiverse of Madness. We really only have Doctor Strange and Infinity War and Endgame yeah. for him. But Black Widow, we have Iron All Man Two. Is her yep. first appearance? So yep. like. All Iron Man basically. two. She was basic. She was right. She was uh, basically uh, second fiddle to Chris Evans in the Winter Soldier. Um, she. I mean, like in the post and after the snap. After the snap, she became the de facto leader of the what's going on in the universe. Um. Ooh. I think. <laughs> I mean, as of right now, it's definitely Black Widow. Uh, Doctor Strange, like, I'm power just thinking set, of his potential. Really, yeah, power set. Him, yeah. Uh, look at the character design. Everything about him points into the direction that one day he'll be the coolest, one of the coolest Marvel characters ever. His story is cool, but he he's not Natasha Romanoff. Not right now. You're not that guy yet, pal. He's not that guy yet. He's, like, thinking of what he's done. Yes, he beat Dormammu. He killed Tony Stark. <laughs> he did do that. <laughs> nah, I... Nah, nah, I can't do that. I can't do that. I, I, I mean, like, another thing, we, we didn't even consider this. Black Widow does have the self-sacrifice play, which always helps. Like, she was willing to die for her friend. Uh... Be it, it was for Hawkeye. And Dr. However, Strange, she was willing to die for him. You have the opposite of it. whether it comes down to the stone or you. I choose the stone no matter what. And the only reason he gave up the stone is because he literally saw the future. Um, so I am like 20% set. Like I only like 20% of me is that he saw the future where Tony died and he chose that one specifically. Um, like oh, he yeah. was, I don't, I don't think that's the case. I like, I think that, I think that that theory is, uh, it's fun. Uh, it's, it would be more on the table if this were comic books, but Dr. Strange has been around long enough and was important enough in enough movies. Uh, that a twist like that would be really, really, really random. Not to say it couldn't be done, 
but it would be it would be really jarring. What I um, think, if they were to go that route, if Doctor Strange goes there, Wanda's going there, and I think Wanda would be the one to pull Doctor Strange, like with her. I don't mm. think Doctor Strange gets there on his own. I think when Wanda, like if Wanda goes bad, which I'm only thirty percent on that too. Yeah. Um, like if Wanda goes bad, I see her convincing him, like, hey, the Avengers, like, you've always been against them, you haven't really liked them, like I know you helped them in this big war and stuff, but like now it's time to think for yourself and uh sort of thing. Um It's I, hard to say. Yeah. It's, it's hard to say. Uh and like we're all we're we're going all potential right now. Like, That's true. The, the most exciting things about Doctor Strange's character is what's to come. Uh, and obviously, we have the benefit of Black Widow having her entire story being done. She is she has died canonically. Um, it helps. Uh, therefore, I think Black Widow beats Stephen Strange here. Mm-hmm. Uh, and therefore, we have another upset upset here with a a three beating a two. Not a huge upset, but uh, we've had a few. We had a five beating a one, a four beating a one, a three beating a two. How about on this side? No, no upsets on the other side. I don't mm. think. Besides Sam Wilson uh, over Iron Man, but uh, yeah, this one's this one's so far so good. And now we're on to the last matchup of this half of the bracket. And boy, oh boy, is that a toughie. In a one seed versus a four seed, we've got Thor versus Vision. Looking uh, like another upset to me. To, I mean, okay, so. The one seeds, like, are really only one seeds because of. of their iconicism. Yeah. Their, their name. When you deep dive into their actual character, like Thor only got good after Dark World. Like uh or Ragnar like Ragnarok, he's great. Um, obviously Ragnarok is just awesome. Uh, but like Vision though, in WandaVision, in his Vision has always been goaded. Like Straight out, of, straight out of the chamber in Ultron. Vision's character is just way more interesting, in my opinion. Like, Thor has Mjolnir and Stormbreaker and all of these god powers and Asgard and, you know, things that make him very, very cool and very likable. There's a reason that Thor is, you know... Oh, and, and here's the thing. He has had a cool story. Like, there's... He starts he he needs to see some character development when he starts his story. He's he's cocky, he's brash, he's arrogant. Uh and Odin humbles him a bit. He takes away his powers, sends him to Earth. And, you know, without it's hard it's hard to say what happens to him if he doesn't meet Jane. Uh if he's not where he is, when he is, and who's there with him. But you know we do have the benefit of knowing that he falls in love with Jane. They have a real they have a real connection, and he he has to go back to uh, save his dad from 
save his dad and save Jotunheim from Loki. Um, and the heart of the heart of Thor's character is that conflict is Thor versus Loki and uh, how their how their relationship unfolds and you know seeing them come together in dark towards the end of Dark World a little bit after their mother had died, um, where they fool the Dark Elf into thinking that he'd killed Thor when he hadn't actually killed Thor and or Lo or however that whole saga unfolded it, it unfolded in a real a real like wait what the fuck happened uh loki just flew off into a star thing like he just dove and yeah a lot of weird things happen well uh, that's in thor yeah that he he drops off the rainbow bridge and falls into avengers like i i i always think that he just gets transported from that fall straight to new to the shield facility on the other end of the power stone, but that just doesn't make sense. It's like I don't know what the fuck happened to Loki there. But did was Thanos the one who actually sent Loki to New York? Like was he behind yeah, it yeah. at all? So like maybe when he Thanos dove off the bridge, him? he that's when he found Thanos maybe? I don't know. There's also the possibility he didn't actually fall off the bridge cuz like I mean, it, the Loki show, like, the, uh, you know, like, the classic Loki saying he just floated away as, like, a piece of debris, whatever. It's, like, kind of like oh, that. Yeah. Like, what like, what would have happened of, if he had just... That's, like, our Loki's moment like that, you know? And yeah. I, 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 I never put those together, but... I haven't either, but that's exactly what would have happened if he'd just kept floating. He'd have just been that Loki. Glorious purpose! Thor, like... This one is getting to the point now. Hey, did you notice who that conversation was about and exactly. where it ended up? That's what I was just about to say. Is that it's the same exact situation with Bucky. Bucky. Like Loki really pushes Thor. Um and Vision propels himself. Like he is a While like propelling Wanda and Wanda propels him. Yes, and like it's kind of uh, it's cool that Thor is going up against Vision, the guy who gave him the last bit of energy to come alive, basically. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, and they can both lift Mjolnir. Mm -hmm. Let's not forget. Uh, one of the best MCU one of the scenes there's never been. first things that Vision does is lift Mjolnir. That's literally like minutes after he's awake, he's already lifting up Mjolnir. So it's a worthy man right there. I, um, I think this one is pretty, uh, it looks like all of our did all of our one seeds other than Spider Man fall. Yeah. Wow. But I'm very comfortable pushing Vision through here. Uh um, yeah. I I as well am comfortable uh pushing Vision through. I think that that's I think that's the right move and we're left with some pretty fun matchups here. Uh, so let's let's run through them real quick, all the way all the way through the Sweet Sixteen. What what the results were and what we're looking at headed into the Elite Eight next week. We saw in the first half we saw a one seed versus a five seed in Spider Man versus Deadpool, in which our only one seed advanced. Uh, Spider Man defeated Deadpool, and we'll be facing two seed Scarlet Witch. We got a one versus two, which. Makes sense. I was like, I really hope it doesn't all play out like that at that point. And then it didn't, which I'm very happy with. Uh, so we got a one versus two in the Elite Eight. 
with Spider-Man versus the Scarlet Witch, which is really fun. And then on the bottom half of that side, we've got, we had a two seed versus a three seed and Black Panther versus Wolverine. Two seed Black Panther advances to face four seed Sam Wilson, who won out over one seed Iron Man. So again, that side of the bracket is one seed versus two seed Spider-Man versus Scarlet Witch and two seed versus four seed Black Panther versus Sam Wilson. This side of the bracket, we saw one seed versus four seed Steve Rogers versus Bucky Barnes, in which we got an upset where we saw Bucky Barnes as fit to win over Steve Rogers, which is just wild to say out loud. Mm -hmm. Uh, And that'll be that five seed will go up against two seed Captain Marvel, who defeated three seed Thanos. So again, that's we got two seed Captain Marvel versus five seed Captain. Bucky Barnes. We also saw two seed against three seed Doctor Strange versus Black Widow, where ultimately Black Widow won out, defeating the Sorcerer Supreme, and she will face Vision next round, which will be a three seed versus a four seed, uh, which is really fun with Vision, the four seed, defeating Thor, the one seed. So on this side of the bracket, we have a five versus a two and a three versus a four. The first side, Spidey, Scarlet Witch, Black Panther, Sam Wilson. I kind of expected that out of that uh, makes sense out of this side, but the other side, I did Bucky, not expect it. Captain Marvel, Black Widow, Vision. Like I'm, I'm excited that uh, that's what that's come down to on that basically side. Basically, it's crazy. like a traditional side of the bracket where you, it's like a I don't know traditional meets like. This side of the bracket with Vision, Black Widow, Captain Marvel, Bucky. Like, it's all of these just, like, great characters. Like, their stories are Their stories are good. Uh, I guess the other side is that, too. Um, The other side's that, too. We're getting to... I mean, this is the Elite Eight, so they're all... They're all fucking... They're all legit. I mean, come Um, on. This is top eight of Marvel, so... They're gonna be good. But, yeah, this is, uh... It's playing out pretty, pretty sick. Not going to lie. Pretty nicely. Yeah. Pretty nicely. Uh, well, yeah, man, I think that that concludes that. So that's the sweet 16. It's all, all said and done available in two parts. Now this was the penny bloom podcast. I was Colton Robertson. I was joined by Joseph George. Thank you very much, buddy. Thank you for having me, man. This is of uh, course. Been a blast. Oh, and it will continue to be a blast as next week. We will have the elite eight to discuss. Uh, that'll be really enjoyable. Uh, head to patreon.com slash bloom where you'll find over 20 hours of uh, exclusive content, including the planning and seating for this very tournament, uh, how we decided what characters would even be in it, where they'd be seated. You know, I, I did a lot of the whole one seed versus two seed and two seed versus three seed thing today. And uh, that's where you'll figure out why all those characters are where they are. There's a reason, there's a reason where they are. Uh, or, so we thought, you know, evidently mm-hmm. we we saw some five and four seeds went out over our one seeds, which is really interesting because, you know, we had to have decided that at some point. Um, also head to Twitter, follow at Penny Bloom Pod, where all the uh, polls will be be available for you to vote along with us uh, who you think deserve to win our sweet 16 matchups. Those will be available tomorrow. And uh, hell, yeah. Peace, love and bloom. And always praise 
Keanu Reeves. Bitch!